Welcome to Inside MTV's Siesta Key, where three largely sick, <laughs> flu-ridden reporters talk about uh, MTV's, uh, well, it's not their newest show anymore, but, you know, yeah. it's the only show filmed in our neck of the woods. Uh, we all grew up here, live here, covered the area forever. We can give you the inside scoop, even though we might just run down what happened in this episode. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Brian Reese. I'm Elizabeth DeGennis. And I'm Wade Tangelo. And Wade is going to start us off because he had a little off-season hijinks <laughs> with the Siesta Key cast, or at least one member of it, that he's going to relate to us. Tell us the story, Wade. All right. So I apologize for the cough drop in my mouth, but hopefully yeah. it'll help me to prevent me from coughing. So it's December 16th, and uh, my wife and I Uber on down to, uh, we have dinner at Jack Dusty, which is in downtown Sarasota. We go to the new Steakhouse Element. We're just like... Uh, out for dinner and drinks and we're going to go to Classico because uh, quite frankly to have one drink, I like Classico, but also we wanted to Uber back uh, to downtown Bradenton and so we're walking up and my wife goes... Classico's been featured in previous episodes of Siesta mm-hmm. Key. And they're often there oh, okay. that's where That's where Madison went with her ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. from college. Okay. I've been a fan of Classico back... I used to do bar tab columns. So I was going for my own reasons that I did not know it was a hot spot for uh, Siesta Key cast. So we're walking up and my wife who watches the show with me goes, hey, wait, isn't that Chloe? I'm like, ah. Oh. And she's like, we're walking in. She's like, you know, there they are. So I was like, all right. And so they're out on the sidewalk, and they're already on their second take because this truck drives by, hey, Chloe, and yells. So they got to start their, their scene over. So they're out literally in the most busy side intersection in downtown Brainton, Main Street and uh, what's the cross street there? Downtown Sarasota, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, it's Main Street and Palm. Ma- Main Street and Palm, mm-hmm. arguably the most congested. So they pick the, the table that right. is most visible. Sure. And they're taping out the table. So I figure being the good journalist that I am, I'll snap a couple pictures. Well, the producer, Julia gives me a shot, looks at me, and the producer comes running at me like I just said something terrible. Uh, could you please not take pictures? And, you know, I know my rights about in public, but I'm like, whatever, let them shoot their thing. I'm out with my wife, I don't feel like. So sure. we go to the inside bar, order a beer. I take a picture through the window because it's not going to bother them. And um, we're just talking. And my wife goes to use the restroom. I go to stand by her. Long story short, the producer and uh, Juliet and Chloe sit at the bar right where we're at. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to be creepy. I'm just going to tell them who I am. Can I get a picture of you so I can say, hey, I saw you guys out. And that way it's not. And, or no, I asked the producer, can I take a picture of you guys setting up this shot? And Chloe jumps in and goes, we're not shooting right now. She's really, really polite. She's like, we're not shooting. And the publicist said we're not supposed to uh, talk to the media. I pulled up because I had an email handy. I go, this guy? She's, yeah, he, he'll get, I will get in trouble. Totally cool. So, and the whole time, Julie just put her head down, like, would not look at me. And Chloe's been really nice and engaging. So I said, you know what? Cool. Thanks for talking to me. Right. No picture. <clears throat> it's a total of like 30 seconds. It took me way longer to tell the story. So, sure did. <laughs> can't, can't argue it's, that one. It's the, it's the lozenger, but <laughs> Yeah. So then you saw it. So basically, like, Flash 2, this is a week before the show comes out. They did some sort of Facebook Live with In Touch, which is like a similar, it's kind of like an Us Weekly magazine, probably not as good, no offense, In Touch. Um, and at the end, very end of the Facebook Live, which Wade found out because he was tagged in it, they got a question, I think it was it was Juliet, Brandon, uh, Kelsey, and 
one more person that escapes me now. And um, they got a question, which is like, what's it like being in public when you're famous? And, you know, do you get any bad responses? And Juliet was like, well... Well, this was after Brandon's like, yeah, women come up to me, young women. And right. it's like, she, I felt that she felt like, well, I got to say something because nobody comes up to me. <laughs> well, he wants to say to everybody that it's not his fault. <laughs> and so she's like, this reporter came up to me and because I wouldn't talk to him, wrote mean things about me. Right. Which it just, I found very interesting is that uh, was that how she really saw the event or... So what did well, she say? She basically said exactly that, that, that Wei, w- she didn't name him, but that Wei was rude and, and wrote mean things about her, even though she was trying to have like an intimate, you know, dinner. I was just out with my with friend. friend. Yeah, I was just right. trying to be out with my friend. She was there with the whole crew. <laughs> so one of the things I will say is being a, you know, I was going to say a somewhat younger person, a young person in Sarasota is that I have seen also the Siesta Key cast out multiple times, not in a filming uh, context, but I mean, I go to Classico probably more frequently than you guys do. It is like the one place to dance in downtown Sarasota. And I've seen like Garrett there before. I've seen Juliet, you know, so, uh, but when I'm there, I don't see people freak out about them. Mostly they just kind of walk through the crowd and it's not a big deal. And for the record, if they hadn't been shooting and there wasn't the producer there, I wouldn't have approached. It was Okay, I'm, I write about the or I edit the stories about this. I do this podcast, yeah. and uh, but yeah, we had different takes on the experience. Yeah, <laughs> so we got we got dissed basically. Yeah, <laughs> it distorted. That's all right though, because now there's even more people we could see out That's in Sarasota right. oh, because God. season two has started and there's a whole bunch more cast members out there, New including characters. I'm so excited about this. You know me. Paige, Madison's sister, is actually a member of the cast. I didn't know where that was going. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of the things I want to say about the new cast, and I'm sure we're all going to say it, is that they have definitely embraced diversity. Thank you, MTV. So I think we have two. Almost self consciously. So. Yeah, whether, whether it's for the right reasons or not, I'm I, glad they I have. Think the show it's is all actually good. even more diverse percentage-wise than Siesta Key itself, which... <laughs> yeah. That's, that is very true, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm being yeah. serious. No, no, totally. no, that's true. I mean, it's also more, like, age-diverse, too, right. than Siesta Key. Uh, so we have two, let's see, two people of color. We have Canvas and... And, and, and ta- it's not Tariq, it's oh, Tarek. Tarek, Tarek. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. which right. is crazy. Like, uh, does that help people pronounce that name? In a general I, hey, sense. I like this. Am name. I an old man here? But Tarek <laughs> and, and you have no. I think and, and, you, and Canvas. You're not problematic with that name. <laughs> no, I mean that's, that's a fine name. name. Yeah. Well, so and Tarek is gay, which which they do make a big point of, you know, from the get go in the first episode. Um, but that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think that he has already made a big point of my family doesn't really accept me. They try to you know pretend like I'm not gay. So if I, I said they don't, they didn't know. Did I miss here? Well, no, they didn't. He thinks that they know, but he right. has never said it to them. Okay, that's what and he is, yeah. kind of stays in the closet when he's around them. Yeah, you know, in a general sense. So, wh- what I was just going to say about that, as someone who did, you know, as I mentioned on this podcast, grow up with Laguna Beach and the Hills, is that that was something that those shows did not really touch on. I mean, mm-hmm. not just you know sexuality, but also really socioeconomic status. I mean, in terms of there wasn't a big, and this show doesn't really touch on that, but like. There wasn't a big uh, dichotomy in that show between rich people and people who weren't as rich. I mean, everyone in those shows, they were rich. You know what I mean? That was just the standard. rich if you live there, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm sure there's still, it's like Sarasota, there are levels of wealth. No. Wait, is no, I this is, but, no, I mean, this is, I mean, no, Sarasota has totally has levels of wealth. Right, but I Laguna mean, Beach does. He's saying Laguna Beach does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a smaller area, too. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if you live on Siesta Key, then you have to have a certain amount of money. But I mean, you know half of the people in the show don't live on Siesta Key. Right. So, right. I mean, 
they could address that if they wanted to. And they did a little bit last season with Chloe, you know, not having as much money as other people. And they have with Garrett a bit. Yeah. Although new cast members, alert, um, what's her name? Not not Amanda. Um, Hannah. Hannah, right. Juliet's yeah, blonde her, friend. No yeah. offense, sorry, but she is blonde. That's a fact. Yeah, well, we have a couple. We have, you know, th- three new people. And um, th- I mean, three of the new people are not blonde. Canvas, Tarek. And, and, uh, and Paige. Paige, yeah. So we all love Paige. We've made that clear. Yeah. She's sassy in right. a good way. Right. And then you have Hannah, who is also rich and has that super fancy, nice house. And who's the uh, blonde haired, blue eyed boy who. Uh, Carson. Sitting, yeah, Carson. Oh, Carson. Yeah. I forget in the He's a new, he's he's a a new, new guy arrival. Too. Yeah, no, he's totally on the cast. Okay. I think he's a model. I, th- I, mean, I think that that's true. He like, looks like a model. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he's a very attractive guy. Is he an actual model? I think, no, I think he is. Okay. He's very attractive. From, from mildly Compared to Garrett. Where does he rank? He's, a, he's a different kind of attractive, though. I'm asking Elizabeth. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm less of. If, if we're getting into if we're getting into this, I'm less of a Garrett fan now. Mm. Probably part of that is that I've seen him in public. But um, <laughs> <laughs> can you elaborate? No, I feel bad. I don't oh, want to insult on. people. He just, I, he's just. He's very. He, I mean, he's just a little bit smaller than I thought he would be. Oh, he's not like a tall man. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Which, like, I guess is clear. From the show, maybe, but like it becomes more clear when you're. You know who's out. incredibly short offended? is that canvas. Really? Oh yeah, she's really short. Yeah, I think she came up. Like if you see the promo, yeah, yeah, if you see the promo photo for uh, this season, she is like a foot shorter almost than everybody else on the show. I feel bad even talking about this because I'm really short too. Oh, it's so. fine. There's nothing wrong with being All short. All right, so let's That's go chronologically. Wait, wait, but before we go on, I gotta say, okay, so it took me about 15 minutes before I realized that. Hannah's boyfriend was not Carson because oh, I they figured it out. They look they look similar. <laughs> yeah, they look right. so much alike. I but Hannah's yeah. boyfriend is Anthony or something like that. I, yeah, he yeah. actually I liked him. He seemed like the best guy yeah. out of all of them. What I was going to say about Hannah is so I had this I had, I, I had this frustrating thing. And I don't know. At some point, we probably should break down some of the plot. But um, there was a plot. <laughs> well, it's always hard with the show. So Hannah and Juliet have they're supposed to be I guess the closest you know of all the friends or whatever. But every time they talk, it really does just seem like it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And Juliet jokingly tweeted during the show something like, I promise we don't just say yeah to each other. I believe that that's true because they're friends. But I don't know what MTV is. Like everything that they say is so uninteresting that they just edit the parts where they're just saying, okay, there was, sure. There was that one episode last season where yeah. they almost oh, like yeah. made a joke about it. Like they see it in the hot <laughs> show. Yeah. 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 In the hot Yeah. 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 No. But it frustrates me because my thinking is like they added Hannah to the show for a reason. I think I'm sure she has things to add to it other than her beautiful house. But um, well, I like when her and her boyfriend were making fun of Garrett and Juliet at the table, and they're like, "So you guys met because you both work out?" Yeah, yeah. That yes, was, I, I, that yeah. had me cracking up. Who did they make the meal plan comment? To? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did they make your meal plan for you? Yeah, like, uh, and, uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. So I think we should break down some of the things that happened instead of going straight into the you know. Sure dialogue sure. analysis so you know i just want to say one thing before we get into it is yeah. that we made a lot of hay with alex being a complete you know human cesspool last season did it I mean, that's about right right he was a terrible person i don't know that we use those exact words right terrible person <laughs> and i just want to say that he had very little to do in this episode as we that's talked true. about last year i mean can we he, start though with his excuse because i yeah find that really so basically here's what happened he was at a happy hour in South Tampa. And he wouldn't name the bar. And I find that conspicuous because if you're a bar, not to get all technical, if what he said is true, then they're liable. And boy, his dad knows that. 
And I think there's a reason he didn't want to name the bar. They always named bars. They didn't yeah. name that one. Well, I don't know. Anyway, so just my conspiracy. He was theory. in a bar. Some guy was giving him crap for being and rich. For being rich, probably because of the show, I imagine. Right. And then he walked out, and then the guy, essentially, in his in Alex's words, kind of sucker punched him in the jaw, broke his jaw in two places, which, according to police reports. We don't know. I mean, he, he totally could have been broken, but whatever. His jaw's wired shut. It's not how the police report reads. Right. But, you know, they might not even have known at that point that his jaw was broken. So, in any case, his jaw's wired shut. Uh, wired shut. Plus, he's going to Stetson for law school. Right. We assume it's Stetson. Which they never actually talked about in the show, right? The they, fact that he got in. I thought they, they did. Ne- they, oh, I don't, about, I don't even remember at this well, point. Well, I think there was that whole dramatic... Stetson? There was a dramatic scene where they he didn't say stats in this episode. Uh, was waitlisted or whatever, right? This was like, I think later on they did mention it. Oh, they, he actually. I don't know. In. in any case, he's going to law anyway, school. He's going to a good school. And yeah, so basically, yeah. you get two scenes. You get him talking to Madison. Uh, Madison with his jaw wired shut about what happened, and then you get him saying goodbye to his family and going off to law school. You know, approximately forty-five minutes away from where he lives. And in his defense, <laughs> it's going to be so. Yeah. I'm not going to see you for so long. Know, At least two days. That. In his defense, I could see him getting sucker punched. Yeah, you know. I mean, if anyone's getting sucker punched in the show, it's going to be Alex. But I just have to say, I kind of missed him because of all the drama that happens. It's nice to have a villain who you can really pile on. While all of these, well, yeah. Here's the deal: all of these people are such amateurs at being villains. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like dumb people making dumb decisions instead of Alex, who I think. Elevated himself beyond you, just you, a dumb person making a dumb grab decision. A woman and put him over his shoulder again and carry her. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm glad he's not on the show as much, but I feel like something was lacking. So let's talk about the show. Okay. Well, I had a point about Alex, but let's come back to that. So um, the first thing we open with is Brandon and Madison, right? Yeah. So Brandon and Madison have been, have been played up, well, not towards the end of the episode, but the beginning is like the couple of the century. And I have no idea how long they've been together. Probably like two weeks. But, you know, that's a long time in Siesta Key World. And they... Which has felt forced all along, at least to me. Right. Oh, yeah. They one chemical spark. It's it's very, very unclear. In fact, I would say they're definitely not dating in real life. I don't know how much that actually matters. Like, Madison and Alex seem like they have... Yeah, I think they... Had romantic feelings. And Juliet and Alex definitely have have yes. been together. There's some real jealousy there. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so so whether you think it's real or not, it's probably not. But Madison meets Brandon's parents for the first time. And first of all, I never understand this, why Siesta Key does this, but they do these like weird montages all the time. You know what I mean? Like even just walking in to his parents' house is like a weird montage and the music and there's no dialogue. And that to me really takes away from the reality showness of it because it's like they want it to be this edited you know scripted show but then that's not the appeal of it so but you're 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 kind of like uh burying the lead here they go out to the dock <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry yeah i know i i hate this part but i do want they to go, go out to the dock and they're having an intimate moment and then madison says i love you <laughs> Which made me like feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I think she actually said, "I'm in love with." No, you. No, she did. She totally yeah. said, "I'm in love with you," which is yeah. even which bigger. is like right, right, it's and bigger. To be fair, Brandon had prefaced it with something like, "I've never felt this way before," which is nice. But then she says, "I'm in love with you," and it's really emotional. And Brandon goes, "I, I think I love you too." <laughs> yeah. Which, like, as a girl, is like that's no, like that's the worst thing to hear ever. I think I love you. I'm pretty. No, sure. no, that's not the worst. The worst thing would be him saying. 
That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nice for you to say. I, I like you as well. <laughs> I love okay. spending time with you. Thanks for sharing that with me. Is that Let's go have some dinner. <laughs> oh, that's so awful. Is that a thing that I know. Oh so God. uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I know. But to me, that I think is worse because it's almost like, well, I thought about it and like probably it's true. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so that happens and you kind of already hate Brandon if you're me. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... I don't know how you guys interpret. It. I don't. I think Brandon is a child is a, is a man child. Aren't they? I, mean, all? I think he's pro- yeah. But no, I think he, I think he's especially real men on this show. I feel like he especially has proven himself a man child, both with his uncomfortable dialogue at various points, <laughs> and uh, you know he just seems to be rolling along. And you mean his hip hop skills didn't convince you of his manliness? No, no, it's true they did not. <laughs> and I think that this episode really proves it. Right? This this is a dude who does not know what to do. He does not know where he wants to be or what he's you know what he should be doing and so you know there you go then we get introduced to Tur- uh Tarek. my right. new favorite character yeah friend of madison's coming back from miami um a uh good looking and you know kind of catty but not quite as catty as you not a caricature also- I, hope, I, I see him i see them pushing him down that that i hope they don't push him into the gay stereotype right. that I kind of see him already being pushed into. And I don't but, think they did this episode. No, that's eh, When he was talking to Canvas and like, I, I just, I hope he doesn't. We'll leave yeah. it at that because I'm not sure yet. What I was going to say about him is I thought two things. A, I think that you can tell that Madison and Tarek are actually friends, which really came across because they have really good chemistry. Yeah. And then two, I think he and also kind of that scene with Hannah and her boyfriend can serve as like the viewer's roll into the yes. show because he makes those sassy comments but not in a way where it's like I'm stirring the pot I'm doing this just for the show like when he made all those comments about I went to high school with Juliet Garrett and uh, Brandon you know and it's he kind referred of like, to Juliet as a stuck up bitch <laughs> yes <laughs> which which was a little bit funny <laughs> but, <laughs> which having now met her now. <laughs> well he also uh, he also at the end of that scene asked uh, asked who had the bigger dick too I thought that was funny. That's like, no, I'm not telling. That's great. But what, I think that there's a self awareness now to the show. For instance, yeah. when I don't know, blonde haired boy Hannah, I cannot remember their name. There's, Carson. I, I don't even no, know. Oh, Hannah, Art Anthony. Hannah's boyfriend. Oh, is that his name? Anthony is Hannah's Wait. boyfriend. When Anthony and Hannah were making fun of Garrett right. and Juliet, that was great because that sounded like something my wife and I would say watching the show. Right. And then Tarek finally giving voice to what we've all been thinking right. and saying some of the funny, irreverent things that, you know, I, I think women talk like that. I don't know, but it was funny hearing him say it. I, yeah. I think that was one, the most I've laughed out loud yeah. when he said that. And that was it was a fun experience to actually laugh out loud. Because I, I think that was that was one of the show's biggest problems with the first season is that everybody took it way too seriously yeah. on the show. And so, like, you had nobody who... You, I mean, you came out of it and you're like, this is ridiculous, but you had nobody on the show who was like, this is... Except for Paige, who was like, this is pretty ridiculous, you know? So finally we have some of these characters who are, you know, trying to... I feel like yeah. you nailed it right there. I mean, that is that is totally key, right? Yep. I mean, because Hannah doesn't have any skin in the game and, right. um, and Tarek doesn't either and... Paige certainly knows all these people and has spoken her mind before. 
we should have had more of her in this episode. But <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I know. Love you, Paige. No, um, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. That's so, um, so in any case, uh, she will now. <laughs> I'll see to it. <laughs> this is like our own little drama. <laughs> There's going to be a montage, and then like Wade's going to be pulling my wife aside, saying. I, I just think you should know. <laughs> my wife doesn't. Do you know what Brian said about about Paige? Oh, and my wife would go, "Who's Paige?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that dumb show. Never mind. I don't care. Uh, so in any case, yeah, you totally nailed it. I mean, it's these people are kind of giving word to they don't take it seriously. Right, you know, right. probably because Hannah's Hannah has got a boyfriend, so she doesn't care. She's not involved in that relationship right. junk, right? Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Canvas, they introduced Canvas as well. See, and Canvas <laughs> bothered me, not not her as a person, but the way the show is obviously trying to play her. Because this is like exactly what they did with, um, to some extent, both Julia and Kelsey, where they don't seem to, like Canvas is just going after Brandon, obviously because a producer pulled her aside and was like, this is what you have to do. And then they have that really contrived scene where Tarek confronts canvas about it and she's like you know i do what i want whatever i want it's like nobody would respond that way if you're like hey just so you know that's my friend's you know boyfriend they wouldn't be like well who cares well well, i know i just love the idea that like it also kind of shut Tarek down because he's like well you know whatever i do what i want and he's like um and she okay (laughs) is she the most contrived entrance so she's like chloe's friend well first of all just getting a job at the Casey Key Fish House, it's a great spot, power spot. So that seems so contrived. That, right. And all of a sudden, she's brought in, and all of a sudden, yeah, she's the home wrecker, which I guess it's not home wrecker. I don't know what the home wrecker, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Can we call it like apartment wrecker but when like, they're like babies? <laughs> she's just gunning for him so living with your Living with your parents' wrecker? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, they're just gunning so blatantly. Come on, come on. It was just like so icky. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like th- and that, I feel like. Uh, kind of degrades her unintentionally because she's a person i mean this is the complaint we had about the first season where they make all the women it's just about their pursuit of men and it's like i'm oh, sure right. she has a lot of thoughts of her own you know she sure. does probably doesn't even like brandon and she goes you know? right for brandon just like a beeline like, right, yeah right it's i mean he's uh, cute like i don't blame her but okay now brandon is also the weakest link on this whole show because he does seem he seems younger than everybody else madison madison is great still she doesn't want to get involved in drama she's trying to avoid the drama even though she's on the dumb show right right um so that's great honestly i was like at that point when he kept talking to canvas i was like dude just confront him yeah that's too much yeah it almost points out the idea that she doesn't care about him really (laughs) but i don't know maybe yeah i don't blame her maybe she's in love brian yeah Yeah. that's true i mean she's in love with him she doesn't doesn't care about him you think um but uh but then you get into the bigger thing, in my opinion, because it carries on much bigger issues of season one, and that's Garrett and Juliet oh. and uh, Kelsey and, and Kelsey. I'm sick of this already. I'm not, because you know what? I think they like each other still. Who Kelsey and Garrett? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know Garrett can't care about Juliet at all no. for a variety of reasons, mostly involving Juliet herself. And Juliet sure doesn't care about him. No, I can't imagine. They're just playing Ken and Barbie, or she's, yeah, exactly. They, they look good together, though. Honestly, they're better than her and Alex. I mean, but no. What I was going to say though is, so that whole I'll just briefly summarize that one too. So what confused me is that we left it on the old season finale that I thought it made it look like Kelsey and Garrett might get back together because they they had that whole like bench singing where Garrett said like I'm still in love with you I think or something like that and then they walk off into the sunset together 
and Kelsey's like, I love you too. But then we open this season or half season and it's it's Juliet and Garrett again and Kelsey's kind of out of the picture. But then Kelsey and Garrett have these awkward conversations where they're clearly still into each other. Yeah. And she ends up going home with him at, after a night out because he offers her a ride home and she stays the night at his place, which ends up being like the bulk of the drama for this episode. See, and and nothing happened. But <laughs> she said, well, but, yeah. but let's yeah. say that she has a history of saying nothing happened when she really spent the night with some dude. Also, that is the first point. Also, and I want to say, I found this out separately, but if you do read Spencer Pratt's recaps in Cosmo, he said this too. There's a part in the pool party where somebody says to Kelsey, oh, I got no sleep last night. And she's like, me too. I didn't get any sleep. This is the night that she slept over at Garrett's. So I definitely think they're going to make right, this. Bum, bum, right? bum. But she, right. I, I actually noticed that foreca- foreshadowing clue myself when she made the slip of the pool because it was so obvious. Right, right. And you're right. And that harkened back to what she said before. So uh, poll between the three of us. Raise your hand. Who, who thinks she slept with her? I mean, I think something happened. I don't know what, you know. I don't think she did. Really? I think she did. I, you know what? I want to have a little bit of faith in Garrett. And Garrett, yeah, he's a twenty-two-year-old guy with a, his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, but he's a twenty-two-year-old guy who has who has like he's got no feelings for Juliet. But he's the one person on that show that seems to have some sort of, you know, he seems to try to be a good guy. Well, they're not. He, here's where I, I have. I mean, come on, Brian. I know. <laughs> this has solidified my theory for season two. Which is that we talked a lot last season about like how is Alex season one? I know, I know. No, it's season I, I, two according to MTV. Oh, really? That what? Makes it so much easier to write yeah. about. Yeah, it's season Sorry, two. On, on a, well, to be fair, I did air quotes when I said two, but I know that. Oh, you, yeah, you can't. but I'm cool. MTV saying it's season two. Really? Right, good. Yeah, just so you know, air quotes really good in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when I try to explain gifs out loud, but it doesn't. It doesn't go well. <laughs> I was gonna let you call her out on yeah. that. Yeah, it was the fifth no. time she did on air quotes. Okay, today. thank you. Um, anyway, no, but this is what I'm gonna say. So we had this theory last podcast season, whatever, that Alex that they want to redeem Alex somehow, but like how ever can they redeem Alex? But this is how I think they're going to do it because they're going to contrast Alex, who's going to now be good with Garrett and Brandon, who are going to now be awful trash humans as they're Mm. showing themselves to be. (laughs) And all of a sudden you're like Garrett and Brandon, who were these great guys, they're cheating with their ex-girlfriends. They're cheating with canvas. And Alex has his jaw wired shut. And all of a sudden is actually trying to control how much he drinks. He's the hero. So tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, th- yeah, I, think I mean, you could totally be right. Yeah. Where does Carson fit into it? No. Because we didn't get any Carson, really. What I mean, Carson was just like background, this whole thing. The, what about Chloe? We haven't talked about Chloe. Oh, I miss Chloe. Chloe who... Well, Chloe is basically doing what she does, which is telling people something that they have every right to know to in to further the drama i feel so bad for her. like they have all these pool parties now they've got her, like in a cover-up like the, the whole but i'm just let's be I know. frank no i they, know they, they, they all all the cast keeps wearing less they keep putting more clothes on her she's obviously struggling a little bit and but then to make it even worse they don't give a romantic interest right, right. so it's gonna be Polly. a lot like if, you, if you, a feminist could have a field day with her character in the way that uh just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the way that uh, the options they're giving her. And the only right. option seems to be is as the uh, pot stir. Any thoughts on that? I, I mean, I'd like to hear a woman's thoughts on this. Not oh, well, let me tell you what I. No, I'm <laughs> and then Brian mansplains it to us all. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I definitely agree with you with the bathing suit thing. That really bothered me because what happens is Chloe has a cover up on. And I think at one point she has a one piece, which there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I think that like her body has been such a big topic of conversation on the show that then anything she does now is kind of like in that context. But um, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I think that. I think in a way, Chloe is lucky as a person that she doesn't have a romantic interest in the show because I think that actually has kept some of her reputation intact, you know, because everybody else, that's kind of like where they make their biggest mistakes is with their romantic entanglements. Um, but I really hope they don't put her with Polly just because of this weird theory that yeah. like they're the least attractive. I don't agree oh. with this. No, I don't agree with this, but I'm saying like I could see the show saying like, oh, they're the least attractive people on the show, so they need to be together. Well, it's interesting is that this... There's a very different theory of relationships going on in this show versus like mainstream sitcoms. Because if it was a mainstream sitcom, it would be Kelsey and Pauly, you know, because the kind of doofus, uh, not as no. nearly as attractive guy, always yeah. end up with a beautiful woman. Yeah, right. but for that trope to work, he'd have to have at least a job and you know be making some money. And all for that <laughs> stability, you know. I'm thinking, yeah. King I guess, of Queens yeah. and all that silliness, right? Well, I actually, I <laughs> I'm going back to my original statement from a long time ago which is that i think paulie is the best character on the show and that is mostly because he has the craziest dialogue that makes no sense and when he talks it just makes me laugh out loud he said something about garrett on the show that was like garrett plays the quiet card but you can't talk the or you can talk the bird out of the trees or something he could talk the birds out of the trees. <laughs> yeah thank yeah, you yeah. it's true but it's like who says that and who who said who said one of my favorite lines um never negativity <laughs> I, think, I, I think it was Polly. I need that on a shirt. Yeah, never, never negativity. negativity. I more, I've said this from the get go. I like Polly's character. Yeah. I mean, you know, from his breakdown to, I, I do wish that he had more of a role because it is. I don't know if he's getting these sayings from like you know some old 1930s uh, literature because some of these sayings right. are just like archaic and right. hilarious at the same time. But he is interesting. Yeah, he is. Okay, so where do we think this is going then? Um, How well, soon will Madison and Brandon break up? Well, let's go also to the scene that I did want more of. So at the pool party, again, Brandon and Canvas are talking and making a lot of bizarre sexual jokes that I won't go into. Um, and Brandon was drinking like when you're oh d- when you're t- when you're taking hits it's out of handle. a plastic bottle out of a plastic bottle of vodka. It was, it was, it was like a handle, handle of Tito's, Tito's. yeah. And he's washing no. it down, I think, with Gatorade. But oh, real quick. When did shotgunning Red Bulls become a thing? I know! Oh that was what God. I used to like, There's no vodka. Like, what are you doing? I know. Are, are these, like, are they 14-year-olds? <laughs> like, yeah. Also, isn't, isn't Juliet supposed to, um, is she 21 yet? Oh, God, yeah. I, don't I know. mean, does it matter? I thought they made a big deal about, like, I thought if you're on private not, property, it didn't matter. I guess it does. Yeah, I, guess I don't know. Matter. Um, was that just my own rules? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, it's like I was twelve, but it was yeah, private property. Get a lawyer. <laughs> no, but okay. So, so Madison and Brandon, or finally Brandon, kind of said something to, or Madison says something to Brandon about Canvas, who he keeps flirting with, obviously in front of her. And um, you know, I think she tries to be really cool about it. She's like, "Well, I'm, I'm not trying to be the crazy girlfriend, but I'm just." wondering what's going on and brandon in his typical fashion goes i was conversing with her (laughs) (laughs) 
And then they touched each other, didn't they? There's a little hand on the thigh action. What? Yeah, I think. I think. I don't know. It, this show is. It's hard to see what they actually mean. I, I thought they did a close up anyway. You're probably if you saw it, it probably it was happened. it was knee against leg. Okay. Yeah. That's it. yeah. <laughs> but um. But so then Brandon goes. This this goes to the man child thing. He's like, oh, I'm I'm confused. And Madison's like, so we're good, right? And he's like, yeah, we're good. I'm just confused. <laughs> and then she goes, what do you mean you're confused? And then he's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused because um, two girls like me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Chloe liked Brandon? Wow. Yeah. That was like oh, so long ago. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> Thanks for the memories, for sure. So I think probably... Uh, they're going to stretch it out one more episode before Brandon and uh, Madison break up. Oh. they got to have some more drama. Yeah. Oh, and last thing that we didn't talk about is we want to talk about the location, Z's. Yeah. Which I heard is a popular spot. I've never been there yep. late at night. So A main street those, in Sarasota. Yeah. For those watching Z's, it's a restaurant, bar. That yep. It's right goes next to Smoke and Joe's. Yeah. It's right on Main Street, and that's where they were doing... Uh, what they, I They're counted two tequila shots each, <laughs> him and uh, Brandon and Devin. So anyway, that is a, a real spot if it you're is? ever in Sarasota. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it like the cool spot, but people definitely no. do go there. Do they? Yeah, no, I think it's it's got like I said, it's right next to Smoke and Joe's, which is like the only bar you can smoke inside at, right in downtown. Um, and that's really popular with young people. So Z's is just you know right next door. Smoke and Joe's is good craft beer too. Oh, I hate Smoke and Joe's. Yeah, because it smells like smoke. Right. Right. Z's is kind of. It's one of those like just innocuous places. Like there's not much of an identity right. to it. Right. It's like you know, it's popular. It's kind yeah. of vaguely Tex Mexy, right? Yeah, yeah that's I guess the menu is. It's owned by a European guy though. I know, yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. About it. It's yeah. kind. Of, it kind of doesn't have much of an identity, but it is a, a big, pretty space that you can go to. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we shall see what happens with all these romantic relationships. I think they'll keep Madison and, and Brandon going for a little while longer because I think like they're going to wait till he actually makes a real indiscretion, mm-hmm. like something happens with him canvas, and then she's probably going to debate: should I stay with him? Should I not stay with him? What's Hannah going to do? Is she just there? What, what, what's her? I don't know. Hopefully, she uh, hopefully she's just kind of like color commentary because she's got a relationship and that doesn't go anywhere. Oh, that was also my other favorite scene from this episode where there's where Juliet and Kelsey and. Um, Garrett are all talking on the dock and like confronting each other and there's that group of like six friends just watching it all happen yeah, and that was. was another like in joke you know yeah. I felt like yeah well I mean I want to know what's going to happen to Carson because he was trying to hit on Kelsey right yeah right and so is there going to be like maybe he's better for Kelsey than than Garrett would be because he's also a model and understands her model frustrations and right. thoughts it's really and hard needs. and wow. needs yeah exactly plus they're so they're so both so blonde oh, i know it's so blonde um yeah so otherwise i don't know do you think that garrett and kelsey no. get back together i i don't think they will because if it's not going to happen now like when is it going to happen oh i guess it's siesta key so who can who can really say yeah you and any, you know do you, do you have some in you have any inside information yeah, Kelsey's been hitting me up. Let me know exactly the trajectory of that relationship. No, from, you know, social media, is there any... Have you been uh, following her on Snapchat so you yeah. know if she's over at his house? Oh, my God. Okay, actually, really yeah. fast. Can we talk about that as, like, a cheating indication, though? The Snapchat map or whatever? Yeah. That's that's how you know the show is real 21st century, that they were like, well, I saw your Snapchat bitmoji at Garrett's house. So. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, kids, I, if you didn't know it did that, it does. Yeah. So, so don't 
don't cheat on your boyfriend because don't cheat on your boyfriend while you have your uh, location <laughs> services turned on. <laughs> Turn off your Bitmoji or else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to explain this to me. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, if any of that does happen, we'll talk about it oh, next yeah. week on the next episode Woo! of Inside MTV Siesta Key. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Nice to see you again. Bye.